Welcome to Sky Women. I'm your host, Dr. Carolyn Moyers, a wife, mom, and board-certified OB-GYN. This is a place to educate, empower, and inspire. Join us each week as we share the power of women's stories. Real women, real stories, real inspiration. Put on your stretchy pants. Let's get going. Welcome, Sky community. Welcome back to another episode of Sky Women Podcast. I'm so glad that you're here today because I have a very delightful guest and our second male guest, actually. Dr. Emeka Obidi is a board-certified pediatrician practicing in Maryland. He owns a multi-provider family practice group, and he is also the CEO of Newborn Prep Academy, where he runs an online newborn preparation course that helps new expectant and recently deliver moms understand how to care for their newborn baby and what to expect so that they can feel confident, empowered, and ultimately enjoy their babies. Welcome, Dr. Obidi. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Myers, for having me on. And I am not going to hold it against Dr. Harrison for beating me to be the first meal <laughs> guest. <laughs> Since he's also a friend. (laughs) Yes, yes. Well, I mean, you are perfect for my audience because, as you know, I do osteopathic treatment for pregnancy and postpartum pelvic and back pain. And so I really foster that fourth trimester a lot of the times. And it has been really interesting. I mean, just even last week, I had a lady in the office for her first postpartum osteopathic treatment, and she was crying. She was uh, overwhelmed. She didn't have an OB appointment for a couple of weeks, and she just wasn't sure what to do and add on the sleep deprivation, right? Yeah, and yeah. this is the perfect resource to send her to. Go watch Dr. Obedi's videos. <laughs> Go answer all those questions that are keeping you up at night. She like didn't want to fall asleep. She was sitting and watching the baby, oh, which I totally boy. get. I totally get. I woke up like several times at night for our first baby just to make sure she was breathing. And I'm a pediatrician, yes. but I had to make sure she was breathing. So I completely relate. Okay, so that makes every mother feel so much better that even as dad pediatrician, you're like, oh my God, are you breathing? <laughs> This is a human condition. <laughs> You're not going to die on my watch, baby. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely not. Oh, goodness. Uh, but, <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about your journey to developing this course and just kind of the why behind it, because you own a thriving practice. You're busy being a pediatrician. You've got family practice providers in your office. You know, you're serving your community. Why branch out? Yeah, yeah, that's really a um, very fair, fair question. And and honestly, I, to start with, really enjoy what I do as a pediatrician. I enjoy taking care of kids. I actually wanted to be an ophthalmologist when I was in med school. <laughs> but um, during my pediatric rotation, just fell so in love with pediatrics that I knew I just had to uh, do this as a career. And I think over the last few years, just learning more about myself and what lights me up, I came to the realization that the part of my practice I enjoyed the most was taking care of new moms who had just delivered and, you know, both in the newborn nursery at the hospital and in the office, just realized how much I enjoyed that interaction, 
how much it filled my cup up to know I was able to create space for a new mom to come in with all her concerns and worries and anxieties and provide some sort of relief, you know, by providing good information and affirmations and um, encouragement. And what a difference it actually made. You could just see, you know, the look on her face, you know, when she takes all this in and realizes that her baby's going to be okay. And that she's also going to be okay. And so it's just been really rewarding. And so, but I also found out just by reflecting that oftentimes a lot of this concerns and anxieties and worries moms had, if they had that information ahead of time before the baby came or just as the baby was coming, how transformative that will be because they had lost so much time they could have been, that could have been spent enjoying their babies, worrying about all these concerns <laughs> that a lot of times weren't significant issues. Yes, there were times where there were significant issues, but most times they were not but there were just things that are not intuitive, things that you do worry about because you are taking care of a newborn who's, you know, fragile and who you're, all of a sudden this life depends on you, right? And so that's in and of itself is a big burden. So, uh, but that was sort of the the beginnings of of, um, the Newborn Prep Academy and just um, coming up with the Newborn Preparation Course, which has just been a delight to to offer. Well, so I imagine that, you know, that first visit with a pediatrician is so key. Well, I know this as a mother mm-hmm. <laughs> of four, you know, it's really key to get all those questions answered. And is my baby okay? And am I feeding yep. my baby enough? And, yep. you know, all the questions that you have, I imagine for the pediatrician, those can take a long time though. And you're saying the mm-hmm. same things over and over and over again. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's brilliant to put it all in one place and say, hey, mom, here's a great resource for you to make it so easily accessible, you know, when she's panicking in the middle of the night, she can go to Dr. Obedi's website and watch his video on that topic and go, oh, okay, okay. You know, like just, it just feels like you're supporting them along that journey, which is, is so lovely. No, thanks. And that's, that's the general idea. And and also the fact also is, you know, just with the way healthcare is here in the U.S., which is where we're recording this, that you don't also have as much time as you would like. Right. So right. you're able to address a lot of things, but you can easily spend six hours addressing everything <laughs> she needs to know. Right. Right. right, right. <laughs> Which, of course, would be ridiculous. You can't see through that longer visit. But so that was another great reason for doing a course where you could address all those topics and they're in bite sized chunks and you could sort of, you know, consume them at your own pace. You know, I, I got to meet someone recently who's a mom in Denmark. And they have a fabulous system there. Like after you're delivered, there's a nurse that comes to your home for the next couple of years, like checks years. in on you. Years. Can you imagine that? No. <laughs> she, 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 I mean, even just the first three months would be like, yay, win, yes. big win. Yes. How much more a whole year plus where she checks in on you regularly in your home. See, a, a resource, you have for contact information. I mean, that's just fabulous. But I digress. It would be wonderful to have that here. (laughs) And so this is somewhere, you know, a very small way of uh, maybe feeling some of that need. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Agree. So tell us what it kind of looks like. Yeah. They purchase um, the online course. How long is it? Can they go back to it? Lifetime access? Absolutely. So it is is a four-week course and I, you know, have four live sessions with them. 
they're all recorded. And, and within the recordings, even within the full hour, they're in small sections. There's a replay, so you can go back and watch that particular section they need. They have access to it for a year and a half. So it just takes them through that first initial period when they really need that information. And um, they just access to, to be able to reach out to me as well. Yeah. And, nice. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, so and also... Sorry, I just want to clarify. So you have four live meetings, virtual meetings with Mm -hmm. moms to answer questions and go through your curriculum, but then there's additional information available to them. So there's a, there's a replay, a recording of those sessions. So even after the course is over, they can go back and, and, you know, listen to them Um, because potentially moms have been at every stage of pregnancy, first trimester, second trimester, third trimester, and a few have actually just delivered, you know, within a few weeks of the course. And so they can go back and listen to those. And there are also like um, bonus sessions also with a doula. And then the next offering coming up in a few weeks, I'm going to be having someone taking a different session on breastfeeding as a whole and sleep as a whole, even though I address those within the course, but just to have an expert that they can sort of have a um, and a whole hour with to ask all those questions and learn. That's even more. awesome. I, that's awesome. So it really is focused on just taking care of the newborn, hence the name Newborn Prep Academy. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. But I will tell you though, that a big piece of it though, isn't even so much actually caring for the newborn as it is letting moms realize how much, how prepared they are, even without the details of what they need to know to care for the newborn, just the whole mindset going into taking care of a newborn. That's the the first part I handled the course, just teaching them the confident mom mindset, which I have found has made a big difference to a lot of moms. And it is, there are sort of three facets to it. And one of them is just realizing that you are the best mom for your baby. Mm -hmm. It's a very simple statement. But when you sit with that statement for a little bit and allow it to really sink in, I am the best mom for this baby. It's not my mom. It's not my sister. It's not my girlfriend next door. I am the best mom for this baby. However, that baby has come to you by natural birth or adoption. I am the best mom because it's very empowering and it allows you to really approach caring for your newborn from a very empowered place, knowing that I've got everything everything it takes to care for this this newborn. I may not have all the answers, but I can get them. I may not have all the answers, but I can seek out the answers I need confidently. And I can be settled in the fact that I am in charge of this baby's care and I've got it under control, right? It's, 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 I've found that the moms that do the best during this period at those who've been able to come at caring for their newborns from a very centered and very authentic place. So they're not worried about what everybody else thinks should be done. They're not worried about how everybody else is feeding their baby. And they're not worried about what diaper, kind of diaper everyone else is using. And, you know, all those different things. They're able to really just settle into what rings true for me. Because the truth is that, Mm. you know, the vast majority of moms really are more than able to take care of their of their newborns, right? They're not, you know, looking for how to harm their babies or toss them to the side and ignore them. And there's so much maternal instinct that kicks in that I don't think moms fully appreciate how well prepared they are yes. uh, just by nature. 
So you brought up a really interesting point. I do think that a lot of times it's the pressure of what, you know, they think mom's going to know better, sister's going to know better. You know, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, the pressure of what everybody else is doing and what they see on social, you know, Mm -hmm. they've got a lot of concerns there of, am I doing it right? You mentioned um, breastfeeding, which you know, we have so much more support for breastfeeding these yes. days than in past years. So I think is that's really wonderful. Um, and we love to work with lactation consultants. But I saw a patient recently who was really in tears talking about, you know, nursing and breastfeeding and how, you know, at the hospital, they really push this. And so-and-so, you know, says she should do it. And I said, do you want to breastfeed? Yeah. And she said, I, I don't. <laughs> Poor thing. Yes. Just you looked know. at her and said, I you give know. you permission not to breastfeed. Yes, absolutely. You do not have to breastfeed. Like you your mental to. health is so much more important than anything else right now. To care for your baby, to care for yourself, your mental health takes priority. Absolutely. And your baby is going to get the better part of you for having allowed yourself to embrace the fact that I don't want to breastfeed, right? Because it's not like the alternative is something that is so far below what will meet the baby's needs, right? It's not right. like, I don't want to breastfeed and so I'm going to give them juice every day, right? That would be different. <laughs> right, like, right. we have fantastic formula we in the US. fantastic <laughs> formula that, you know, more than meets the baby's requirements. Are there benefits to breastfeeding? Uh, absolutely. Are there some benefits to breast milk and stuff? Absolutely. But I don't think there are so, they so outweigh the sufficiency of formula that, that when you put it against mom's mental health and her being able to be fully available for her newborn, um, it's not worth it. Yeah. I've yes. had moms over, I mean, I've, at this point, I've probably taken care of over 2,000 babies. And I've had many, 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 many moms who have struggled with that same thing. And it's been excruciating sometimes to see because they had already built up this ideal of what it was going to look like. And mm-hmm. so when it didn't come to pass that way, um, it was really devastating. Yeah, and, yeah. There's a and, bit of a grieving process. Yes, there. absolutely. And you know what? Yeah. That's actually very important too that you mentioned, a grieving process. And I think it's really important for moms to recognize that and actually allow themselves to grieve and move past that. Because I think when, when there's this resistance with, okay, I'm going to formula feed now, but I've not fully resolved the fact that I wasn't able to breastfeed, right? Um, that also creates some tension also because you're formula feeding, but not really enjoying your baby because each time you're formula feeding your baby, you're riddled with guilt that you're not yeah. breastfeeding, right? Yeah. Um, and so, yes, there's just so much around mom guilt that I think is such a disservice for our lovely moms when that's not adequately addressed and and sort of brought to the forefront because it steals so many joyful moments from them. Yeah. So many. So give us your top questions that you commonly get. Give us like maybe top two. (laughs) Yes, sure, sure, sure. So maybe I'll first of all mention this because it's actually something that almost every mom is going to encounter and most moms are not prepared for. And that's the fact that your baby is actually going to lose weight the first few days after delivery. They're actually allowed to lose up to 10% of their weight before we even worry about it. And the reason I mentioned that is 
the vast majority of times when a mom is told on day number two what the weight of her baby now is and she realizes the baby has lost weight, there is an immediate guilt that she's done something wrong. Right. I have not produced enough breast milk. I didn't feed them enough. There's something wrong with me. You know, my God, my baby, right? And so even if it's just the one tip I can tell you is just to know that your baby is going to lose weight. It is part of the process. Your baby actually comes prepared knowing that now, of course, this is this the, the body's design, thinking of how it's naturally going to function. So moms are going to breastfeed their babies, you know, in a natural setting. And in that context, the mom doesn't have all that breast milk ready. Imagine how uncomfortable it would be for a mom if she's already producing all this milk before her baby comes, right? Right. So right. there's like, yeah, so there's this, there's this ramp up period after delivery, where as the baby suckles on the nipples, it sends neurotransmitter signals to actually allow your body to produce milk. And so the baby comes prepared for that, knowing it's going to take two, three days for mom's milk to come in. Mm-hmm. I have extra calories on board. So right. they actually allow, they actually come prepared to um, weather that period. And the colostrum that a mom produces, if she's going to breastfeed, ounce per ounce with normal breast milk down the road has way more calories. And so it's able to also sustain the baby for those first few days. And so, yes, the baby might feel hungry, but their needs have been met for the few days it's going to take to establish breastfeeding. So that's can one, you say that? One can you say that again about colostrum? Because I think that's a really important point that we need to stress for moms. Yes, absolutely. Because colostrum is produced in very little amounts. The first part of the first milk that you produce and but it has so many more al- calories ounce per ounce compared with regular breast milk and so it is able to meet your baby's needs those first few days and so your baby may not be getting a whole lot but they're getting what they need for those first several days until your breast milk comes in and one of the challenges which maybe is another nugget i can drop for moms is they always worry about am i feeding the baby enough right because especially if you're breastfeeding if you're formula feeding it's also easier because you know exactly how many ounces your baby took right 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 yeah but when you're breastfeeding you're not sure and so there's a really simple formula i teach in the course for that first week to give you a rough idea if your baby is getting enough and that is that the number of wet diapers and the number of poopy diapers that they have in a 24-hour period should approximate how old they are in days. So if your baby is one day old, they only need one wet diaper and one poopy diaper. I mean, that's all they need. So if they are three days old, only three wet diapers and three poopy diapers in a 24-hour period. And so it's a simple way for a mom to just keep track. If she just keeps, if she just keeps track of how many wet diapers she's changing and how many poopy diapers baby has. And sometimes a diaper may have both wet and poopy ones, uh, poopy diaper, uh, poop in there. And you can check those off and just look back. You can tell if you're feeding your baby enough because if they have those number of wet diapers and poopy diapers, they're most likely getting enough. And usually you're going to be having some follow-up visits anyway, where your baby's going to be weighed to see, you know, where we are with weight loss, if it's still acceptable, if they're beginning to recover, because most babies are not going to get back to their birth weight until day seven to 10, sometimes day 14. Okay. Okay. Very good. All right. What's your next big uh, question that you get? Well, so we handle feeding. I think sleep is another thing that moms sometimes struggle with, right? You just said earlier on, I mean, that mom was exhausted. 
Understandably, you know, I'll tell you this funny story. So my kids have been harassing us for years to get a pet and they eventually buckled (laughs) and got a puppy. (laughs) So we have a seven month old Labradoodle at home and um, that has been the joy. I mean, we're like, why didn't we just get his dog much earlier? (laughs) There's just so much laughter at home (laughs) with a little bugger at home. So anyhow, but I got to take care of his business that first several months and the first week oh my god how exhausted I was and we got him at three months so I had to wake up like every three hours to take him out and I was exhausted and keep in mind I wasn't changing diapers I was like you know feeding each of those trips all I did was just wake up take him out pee bring him back and I was totally wiped out that first week (laughs) I was like oh my I have Totally forgotten how difficult it was taking care of a newborn. So sleep is in such short supply. And so I do want to remind moms that you really want to maximize the times you have to sleep. Your baby has very short sleep cycles for good reason also, because they have very small stomachs and so they have to feed frequently. And so they do have to wake up frequently to feed. And if you're breastfeeding, sometimes that's every one to two hours. Typically, it's going to fall into every two to three hours. But if you factor in the, you know, settling them down, cleaning diapers, bring them, you don't have that much time to sleep and rest in between. And so a mom really needs to prioritize her rest during those periods and leave everything else for later on. She can't at every break try and send out a social media post and try and do laundry and try and clean up and try and like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yes. She just has to make peace with a home that's going to be in disarray for a few weeks. Because mm-hmm. it's or delegate really... those items, right? Absolutely. When people say, what can I do for you? You don't need another casserole. You need somebody to do the dishes yes. or fold the laundry. <laughs> that is so key. You know, when we did the course and we had a doula come on, I didn't even know this was a thing, that you had postpartum doulas also. And part of their work and part of what they do for you is do all this household chores that can take up your time even if it's not physically, mentally, because you know it's yes. just there, not done, right? Yes. <laughs> but you need to prioritize your sleep and your rest during those periods. And recognizing also that it does take a while for there's this sort of sleep reversal where newborns are more awake, you know, at night and sleep more during the day. And so you can imagine if you're up throughout the whole, up at, at, during the day, trying to take care of all these things, and now you're up all night trying to take care of a newborn who doesn't want to sleep. <laughs> so it, you really have to prioritize your sleep and know that um, that um, it, it will get better. I always tell moms, it's going to be difficult. I'm not going to sugarcoat this. Right, it does right. get better. Right. It does get better. <laughs> so you're giving mom permission to take naps. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh. Which may be, you know, one other thing to, to maybe encourage moms that, to do will be to take time for self-care also. That's yeah. something I've really been sort of leaning into some more even personally, but because I think sometimes, and to first of all, recognize that self-care is literally what it means, what it says, self-care, care for yourself. And it doesn't necessarily involve, you know, going to get your nails done or going to get a spa or a massage. All those things can be part of self-care, but it literally can be as much as as simple as getting more sleep, as simple as drinking more water, as simple as taking a 10 minute walk, 
having yes. a partner give you a back rub or a foot massage, you know, simple things to care for yourself so that you are better able to share, show up for your newborn. Yeah, absolutely. When moms come for postpartum treatment, I always, you know, invite them to bring the baby because we love the snuggles, yes. <laughs> but I also give them permission if they want to come and just be pampered, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yes. like it's easier to get out of, to not to get out of the house without a newborn in tow, right? Like, I think it's hilarious when you transition from a couple to a family, right? Uh And you're like trying to get out of the house and do we have the pacifier and do we have the bottles and do Uh we have the receiving blanket and do we have the car seat and all the things that you need. It's a production. Yeah, the wipes, the diaper, you know, you've got a car load just to get out the door. (laughs) And hopefully you don't even forget the diaper bag on top of the car. Yes, yes. Not that we've ever done that before, Dr. Obey. Exactly. (laughs) Never done anything like that. (laughs) Well, please tell my listeners where they can find you in your course. Absolutely. So they can reach me at newbornprepacademy.com. So it's newbornprepacademy.com. I have a wait list there for the course, the newborn preparation course that you can sign up on and be the first to know when it opens up again. And um, I have a vlog, uh, a little three to five minute video that I put out every week that addresses some aspect of newborn care or or caring for moms. So that's something they can uh, also sort of benefit from. And I have a few resources on there that are maybe helpful, how to choose a pediatrician and just some stuff on caring confidently for your newborn. And uh, they can find all that information on there. And I am on Instagram at Dr. Obidi. So it's um, D-R-O-B-I-D-I. Fantastic. (laughs) Facebook as well. And on Facebook at Dr. Emeka Obidi. So it's D-R-E-M-E-K-A-O-B-I-D-I. Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a pleasure and I really think this is going to help moms. Well, thank you so much for having me on. This is so much fun. And I really hope that uh, moms will just really realize they're the best for their newborns and truly enjoy that period. It's a, it's a magical period that goes so quickly. Yes, I mean, it does. That's why we all love baby snuggles. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Until next week, be well. All right, Sky community, thank you for listening to another episode. This episode was sponsored by Sky Women's Health. As a reminder, we're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area and we help relieve back pain and pelvic pain in pregnancy and beyond. If you are pregnant and having pain and you feel like you have no reliable way to relieve it, look us up at skywomenshealth.com, request an appointment, and we'll call to get you scheduled. As a board-certified OB-GYN with a Neuromusculoskeletal Medicine Fellowship, I help you realign with hands-on drug-free treatment and relieve pain on the spot without medication. We'll help you maintain these results through your pregnancy and postpartum period. Every pregnant person deserves this, and we are so excited to serve you. You can find us on our website, as mentioned, or on social at Sky Women's Health, or you can call the office at 817-915-9803. That's it for today. Until next week, be well.